Generation Y, this is for you. And if you don't fall in those categories, this is still for you. We are the Melanated Podcast. Welcome back, lovely people. We've been gone for a minute. No, I'm, I'm not even going to say that anymore. We've just been gone, but we're back again. Right. And we're always here. You can always replay us if you're missing our wonderful voices. You know, our good, friendly banter. If you just miss us, always replay the podcast until we drop you with a new one. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, this is the XY chromosome part of the Melanated Podcast. Zay Parker. And I hope you haven't forgotten about me. I'm KQ. And back with another episode of the Melanated Millennials Podcast, people. We'll get straight into it, man. We know what you came here for. Go ahead right. and crack this off, please. We gotta start with our deep opening question. And actually, when I thought about it, I thought that it wasn't gonna be as deep, but the more I think about it, this is low-key kind of deep. So would you rather be unable to use search engines or unable to use social media? Ooh. Yeah, punch in the gut right there. <laughs> man. Dang. Um, ooh, this, this is a good one. Yeah, I was like, oh, this ain't nothing. Then I thought about it, wait. This might show I have a problem. You know what, I'm gonna go ahead and say, um. It's okay, it's gonna make your fault here. We're amongst friends. Right, I would say, um, I can get rid of search engines. Here's why I can get rid of search engines. I won't say nine out of 10. I'll probably say a good seven out of 10 times. <laughs> I could probably, whatever I'm looking for, I could probably search for it on some type of social media. Like, if I'm looking up a product, I could probably go to the Instagram page. That's true. But, do you think you're gonna get the best, like, direction, especially if it's a product, do you think you're gonna get the best direction from social media? Because you're gonna have people on there that are saying crap about it. Then you're gonna have people mm. that aren't real, that's for it. Yeah, and right. it's like, who are you gonna believe? Because I do that first, too. I go to, like, social media. Right. But I really think that I would get rid of social media and use searching. I can find out everything I need, and I feel like the sources are slightly more credible. Even though it's the internet, the internet, don't believe anything on it. Right, right, right. <sighs> Man, I, I think I'm going to. This just, this just shows I have a problem. I'm, I'm still <laughs> stick with social media. Still I need, I need to stay connected. I need to stay connected. Uh, you, so you picking? You, you're sticking with searching? Yeah, I'm for sure searching. I feel like. Social media is going to be there. It's not reliable. However, it is a form of entertainment. It is entertainment, but I think um, it's not going to give us as much informed information as we need. See, that's why you got to find the verified guy with the check mark. Have that blue check next blue to Blue check. Yeah, man. That nah, means everybody getting blue checks now. Like, they got a whole Instagram little form like you can do to get blue check now. So, I don't know. Dang, I don't know. I, I didn't go do that. Right. Go ahead and get that blue yeah, check. We, yeah, man. We'll talk about that. Well, we might put links to the, in the podcast how you can. And next podcast, we're going to have a blue check. Yeah, right. It's an experiment. So I start the next podcast off saying, yo, I got the check. I'm verified. <laughs> yeah, check out my verified account. You know what's crazy, though? That little, that little check has so much power. Though. Yes, it does. Like You believe anything that has a little check. Well, man. That's nuts. That's nuts. So it's been a couple weeks. It's been about, what, a week and a half now that the Carter 5 came out. So yeah. now it's got some time to really sit, yeah. marinate. Not just going off the hype alone. Uh, Lil Wayne finally releasing the Carter Five. Finally. But finally. you know, we all got 
we all sat and digested. And if you haven't listened to the Carter Five by now, you probably just weren't ever going to listen to it anyway. Mm-hmm. How you feel about Carter Five now? I think that we respect Lil Wayne to the point that we're going to give him his due justice. We miss all the lyrical abilities that he has. I don't think it was completely, it's not the best album of the year. It is not the best album of the year. Right. However, I do think it was good Lil Wayne. And we got all the pieces of Lil Wayne from rocking out to some sentimental stuff to straight up hood gangsta rapping to the end, taking no breast ladder flick, all of that. Classic Lil Wayne. True. So, this is how I feel about Lil Wayne now. The Carter Five probably got a good two songs on there that was cool. I think we all realize now, especially as adults, that we enjoy mixtape Lil Wayne better than album mixtape Lil Wayne. Like, honestly, like if Lil Wayne didn't do a Carter Five, but he did like a Drought Four, a Drought, was it, was it Four or Five Beyond? I think it's like, I think Drought Five now. If he did like, he dropped a, the Drought Five with your favorite uh, songs of the summer, him freestyle to it, it probably did. Fire. Yeah. Um, but it's only like honestly, like I said, there's only like two or three songs on here that I really rock with. Uh Mona Lisa, of course, which is everybody's favorite. With I country. just recently liked Mona Lisa. I heard it on the radio yesterday and I was like, hey, this is more than I thought it was. For real. So it got me. First time I listened to it, first listen, I just it was one of those things I can not have to listen to. But then when I listened to it the second time, I was like, okay. Mm. So it got me. And I like Let It Fly with Travis Scott. Mostly because Wayne's rapping like Travis Scott, mm-hmm. and I, so I, I'm, I'm still buffing Astro World. So Astro World, <laughs> top five of albums of the year, top three albums of the year. Oh yeah, Astro World, definitely, definitely. But I mean, like, I feel like if the Carter Five it came out, let's say even um, three, four years ago, it would have been okay because a lot of the songs just sounded and they felt dated. Mm-hmm. To me, like, yeah, there's some newer stuff on there. Clearly, this is not the original Carter Five right. that we were supposed to get, but he still left. I'm pretty sure he, I feel like he still left some of the songs that uh, that were old that he still wanted on there. Like, honestly, I believe I really feel like the last half of songs, this whole album is 23 songs. I feel like once you get to six, seven, that those are all like older old songs, yeah. and older stuff that's on there. Like, Ashanti's on the song. Right. Nivea's on the song. And Snoop Dogg. I mean, and he got, of course, he got to put his dog on there, too. So, you know, that's keeping it's keeping it in the family. Now, keeping if he, going. then how would people have felt if he would have went ahead and changed it up? Because it would have, you would have known if he changed the card and they were like, oh, well, this is what he always had. You know what I mean? How would people have felt if he did change it up all the way? I think he did what he, he should have done, which was keep it relevant, but also keep keep it classic and original to himself. Which yeah. was, give us what we wanted back in that time, even though rap game is so fickle. Like, we like something this week, next week we don't like it. We barely listen to the stuff we listened to a week ago or a month ago. So I think right. he did um, what he wanted to do was keep it up to date, but also keep it, you that know. Classic, yeah, that, classic, that classic Wayne to it. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's just like when I say it feels dated, I, I guess I don't really mean in, in a in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Like even even if it, this came out like 2012, let's say, I probably still wouldn't like the songs that I say are dated just because even when like 
those type of songs are popping, mm-hmm. I probably still wouldn't have, I wouldn't have liked those mm-hmm. back then. Um, but I think we're gonna see a lot of older artists like that coming out with albums. Mm-hmm. Like Dipset got a new album they about mm-hmm. to do. They're in the studio right now and think it's supposed to drop. I mean, if you really think about it, like Dipset, Lil Wayne, I mean, they're all in that same class of hip hop. Like everybody that's old is coming back. I mean, Social Death got a concert they're about to bring up, which is gonna mean that all people that may have not liked Social Death back then, they're gonna start bumping their music again. It's like everybody's trying to do full circle. Right. Like I was before. Um, I do think in order for Wayne to fully stay relevant because he there's so it's such a new fan base now. Um, we're the real um, Wayne fans, they're not gonna be there as much. And he had to kind of cater to the new wave a little bit because those are the ones that are buying and streaming. He may need to stick with how we're used to drought. You know, he may have to be sorry for the wait, Wayne, like where he's rapping over beats that are upcoming. That's where that's the Wayne we want at this like, point. Like I, like I said, man, mixtape Wayne is the best mm-hmm. Wayne. Like, let, Carter Three now. Yeah. I mean, Carter Three, best album I've classic. Carter Three. Carter Three was fire, man. Carter Four was good too. Carter Three. Yeah, Carter Four was okay. Carter Two was actually, I think the Carter Two is better. I was listening to uh, Dorm Tame and they were talking about like which Carter was the best Carter. Mm-hmm. And I went back and I had to listen to some of them. I'm like, man, I forgot. Like, Carter 2's got Fireman on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I still think Carter 3 had more hits. I think uh, I think next podcast we should uh, start off with uh, our top songs from each <laughs> yeah. Carter. Leave, leave a comment below um, if you listen to this on SoundCloud or hit us up on our social media telling us what's your favorite Lil Wayne songs, which Carter you think is the best. Uh, we'll drop our social media names at the end like we always do. So mm-hmm. incentive for you to listen all the way through. Thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Carter was good. But what do you think about the whole New York thing? We have the news, something that came out in the news recently. So we're going to change gears a little. Um, mental health classes in New York. I, When I saw this a couple weeks ago, I thought this was super, super interesting that what they're actually trying to do. And I'll read it to you. Yes, yeah, it's going to detail. I know yeah. some of our listeners probably don't listen to the news or watch it, so. Yeah, it's good to know a little yeah, bit man. about this. Yeah, we got you. I feel like um, maybe this is something that other people can do, not just us. So students in New York, and this is coming from um, bustle.com for anybody who wants to look it up. Um, so new law took effect in New York State on July 1st, and it means that the schools will now be able to teach mental health. And some of the things they'll be able to do is not only promote greater understanding of various mental health conditions, but the classes will include exercises describing your feelings and developing increased emotional intelligence over time. So I think that is really cool. It's the first state to require that mental health education part of the health class curriculum. That's awesome. I think that's perfect. I mean, we've talked about this before on the podcast and just, you know, to our friends and family. I mean, at the end of the day, your brain is so powerful. If you don't take care of your brain, then everything else isn't going to matter anyway. Um, I think this is definitely going to help with the bullying issues in school. Uh, Definitely cut down suicide, I would think, dramatically. Just letting people know that, hey, you're not the only person going through something, you know, especially if they, I don't know exactly the structure they're going to have, but like, you know, let's say they have like a, like a, true circle like you know everybody mm-hmm. comes and says something wrong unless you know that 
especially now with social media and stuff too, mm-hmm. that that perfect life that you're seeing your classmate live online is nothing like what's really going on. That reminds me of that Atlanta episode. Remember with the FUBU jersey? Yeah. yeah that exactly. one was crazy. And I think that's where a lot of that, we're going to see a lot of that going. I think that opened up a lot of dialogue. The same thing I hope that these mental class, mental health classes will do too. Right. And uh, I think, again, I think this is definitely going to work like all around the board, like for every race, gender, religion. I think this is, this is great. I, I can't see how anybody would have any type of pushback on this, like why they think it's unnecessary or how it's going to be troublesome to mm-hmm. kids in high school. I wish we had this in high school. Right. And you know, one thing that's big with a lot of those Fortune 500 companies and um, what they're looking at is they want to hire people with high emotional IQs, which means you can not only recognize and be more aware of people, but understand people's emotions, why are they going through what they're going through. So it's like, if you don't have a high emotional IQ, because that could really stop where you go in society. Facts. Big facts. Again, man, we talked about this uh, last podcast about Mac Miller, you know, checking up on your friends. And then, you know, if you feel like you need some help, you know, talk to somebody. Don't be alone. I mean... This is serious, guys. Mental health isn't, this is like, it's, it's not made up. It's not a joke. It's all real to the point where now they're making this mandatory in schools, which, I, again, honestly, I believe this should have been done probably decades ago. Like when the first school shooting happened, like when the, the Columbine shooting happened, mm-hmm. we were like, how old were we? We're like in elementary school. Yeah, we were really young. Super kids. Like they started back then, you're like, you like, Imagine the amount of uh, school gun violence that possibly could have been averted. Or suicides, like suicides that happen in schools. Yeah, exactly. In general, uh, you know, rapes, you know, unwanted pregnancies. I mean, there's just so much that goes with um, having low self esteem or just being mad at the world or just feeling like you're alone that it branches into so many different aspects of life that. It's kind of hard to pinpoint exactly where and how therapy is going to help, but it's good that we just know that it's going to help out. Yeah. So I think that's awesome, man. Shout out to New York, man. Yeah. And mental health is also not just about, you know, all the bad things, but just knowing, being self-aware. Because a lot of kids, a lot of adults don't even know themselves or understanding the emotions that they're having yeah. or how to deal with something that's going really good without having to revert to drugs or... If something you know, can you can have fun without drugs and alcohol and all these things that you may see promoted in social media and the news and all these things? There's everybody's so up to date and informed about what's going on in the world, but have no sense of what's going on with themselves um, internally. And so I think, and I hope these classes work, and that other states do it. I believe so, man. Like it, it has to catch on. Like we'll probably see them, like you know, test it out and see how it's going to go in New York for mm-hmm. a little while like a year or two other states like okay it's you know it's clearly a a upward trend of uh, less gun violence and you know less suicides and stuff like that california probably be next you know how yeah so progressive they are yeah i'm surprised they ain't did i'm surprised new york first when they They do probably have it in the works honestly they probably been doing it just never said that because it's california but you you guys aren't doing this already right yeah (laughs) so you guys not on this oh so yeah like new york did first oh okay (laughs) cool uh, speaking of doing things first, we're going to have to talk about something. So if you don't know, guys, I'm a gamer. I play on Xbox. X-A-Y-S-Z-N. Zay C's and find me on Xbox, man. <laughs> um, 
I'm a gamer. And one thing I like the most, too, I'm pretty frugal as well. So anything free that's a good game, I'm definitely down for it. Fortnite was that game for me. I enjoyed Fortnite. I've got a battle pass the past three seasons. Last season, I actually finished completing my battle pass. This season, though, I started off this season strong. But guys, I got to tell you, man, I, I think I'm done playing Fortnite. And here's why. Let's go ahead and talk about these emotes. Mm. So if you aren't uh, aware of it, yeah, explain it to us people that don't okay. know too much about Fortnite without getting into full gamer lingo. <laughs> okay, so Fortnite's a free-to-play game uh, by Epic Games. They're actually based out in Raleigh, North Carolina, so they're not too far from South Carolina. Uh, free-to-play, literally, you do not have to spend any money in that game if you choose not to. Um, the only incentive it is to spend money is you just get cooler skins. Mm -hmm. uh, you get skins quicker. You also get cooler emotes, emotes like little dances or, you know, you throw a popcorn at somebody in the game, like just stuff to taunt people. Basically, that's all they are, just taunts, and funny little things. So what Fortnite is doing is they're taking a lot of the popular dances and using them as emotes without uh, giving any type of credit to the artist that created them. Um, the dances aren't even called what they really are called, like the shoot dance, for instance, by Blockboy JB, he's the one that's really, you know, bringing light to the whole situation. Uh, the shoot dances, I can't remember what it's called. It's called something stupid. They don't use the beat from the artist. They don't even, like, you know, give them a shout-out anywhere. And I'm I'm trying to figure out, is, is it just good business? Like, you didn't copyright this, so, you know, it's free use. It's just art. You know, I can use art. I can use a dance. But then at the same time, is it cultural appropriation from... Uh, African-American artists or just artists in general like is Fortnite profiting off of you because they're making a lot of money okay a whole lot of money um is it appropriation or is it just like you just weren't smart enough to copyright well I don't know because if you think about the whole shiggy do the shiggy dance um social media pushed that so much in with Drake that he ended up, Drake did end up making it to where he ended up getting money from that. There was nothing. People were literally doing the shiggy all over the place. And then we know it originated with him. And so what ended up happening is because he pretty much had the Kiki, what, in my feelings song go big for Drake, Drake ended up compensating him in that way. So I think that, I think it's more not really by appropriation as much as compensating people that originally came up with something. Like their whole intellectual or just their artistic property almost. So you're thinking it's more of a immoral thing versus a racist thing. Yeah, I don't think because I mean think about Backpack Kid. Although Backpack Backpack Kid is, um, you know, more in the hip hop culture, he is pretty much that little dance that every little kid does with the little pendulum thing. I can't do it to yeah. save myself. That little stupid thing. Y'all <laughs> know floss, what I'm talking about. Flossing, man. Yeah, flossing. Like he, I mean, think about him. People doing that all over the place. Like recently, what was what school was that? Ohio. Ohio, Ohio? State did it. Yeah. So yeah. like, you think that kid got paid for that? No. But I mean, it's just like bringing light to something. But at the same time, I don't think that Ohio State ended up getting like some giant check from that. And I think the problem is, um, with Fortnite, they are making money off of this stuff versus. Yeah, yeah you literally 
can buy those emotes. Yeah, I think that's where the line is crossed. Not necessarily a race thing, just hey, pay these people using this stuff. Right. Shout out Dorm Tamer again, man. That's a good podcast to listen to as well. Because um, they were talking about this as well. And um, what's the Dorm Tamer? Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't Dorm Tamer. I can't remember who I was listening to. But shout out Dorm Tamer anyway. <laughs> shout out to uh, But the thing is, they were saying that uh, the issue might be not more so the artist, but like, does the artist get paid or does the label get paid? Mm. I guess that's where, you know, you know, yellow tape comes out and, you know, bureaucracy happens and capitalism happens. Like, you know, who's exchanging this money? Whose hands touching the money? Um, honestly, I think it's pretty complicated, but I think just from this point forward, if you got something that goes viral like that, like, copyright that if you can. Get paid. Right. Like, if they're going to use, like, if they're using your dance on national TV, I mean, they ain't, we ain't got, you ain't got to get a million dollars for it, but, right. you know, some, some, yeah, some least, have a yeah, at least people know who it originated from, who's the artist, like, that alone, that's just free marketing, mm-hmm. and now to, you know, that'll send him streams his way online, because everybody streams everything, most people don't buy albums, but at least they could do send those streams that way, which count for revenue mm-hmm. at the end of the day and boosts his numbers, mm-hmm. um, but come on, Fortnite. For now, y'all gotta, y'all gotta do something. Man. Y'all can't just take the whole dance, change the whole name, then put some whack uh, electronic <laughs> emo music to it and then act like I'm not supposed to know what it is. Right. I mean, so many people care about numbers. So many people care about popularity and all of these things. And that's kind of what Kanye West has been doing in the media as mm-hmm. of late. Like, right. he's really been all over the place. And uh, although it has been all negative things that we are getting out of this, I mean, he is, is being a household name again, not in the way that black people will like, but he has done so much. Where do we begin? Uh, man. I don't know. Uh, I guess we could start with the most thing that's kind of fresh on everybody's mind is uh, his, his Twitter right video that he had about, uh, you know, Nick Cannon and Drake and like keep, you know, Keep my wife's name out my out your mouth, which I think is a respectful thing to do. Uh, I mean, if anybody's gonna talk about your wife, clearly, you know, you shouldn't talk ill about your wife. But if anybody's gonna do it, you know, what I mean, it should be you. If you want to talk about how beautiful she is naked, that should be you. Uh, not that other people should be, you know, praising her body. But at the same time, your wife is pop culture. Yeah. Um, and she's made her way into hip hop culture as well too. So you know it's kind of it's kind of fair game. Yeah, a little bit. She's her own brand at that point. You can't go defending and beating up every single person. I mean, he he's also not a not just the whole rant thing. Because I think everybody they've addressed that rant video. <laughs> People have made like like spoofs off his rant video too, which I thought was funny. Um, he also went on SNL with the MAGA hat, which I think everybody's tired of the MAGA hat. And the and the Kaepernick yeah and the Kaepernick uh, crew neck on yeah it's like what are you doing the whose side are you right. picking MAGA hat not only that he meets with Donald Trump talks to Donald Trump and has this another rant within the White House where Donald Trump even was given body language like you know hey it's enough now but I mean I wonder what he hopes to gain from this and I also want to know what his record sales are looking like so. I had this idea, and I think it's exactly what Kanye's doing because it's totally um, 
Kanye to the fullest. We already know Kanye's a genius. We cannot, as much as you made this like his, uh, I won't even say his political views, but the people he's choosing to align himself with, whether you agree or disagree with that or not, we have to admit that Kanye West is a genius. He's extremely progressive. He's way before his time, which is a lot of very talented people. Like We don't understand them until years later or until they're dead. We don't get the full uh, effect and feeling of their artistry that they put out in the world. Like when, when Kanye first dropped the designs for Yeezy and his clothing line, too, we all looked at that and we made fun of it. Like these look like homeless people clothes. These shoes is bulky. They look terrible. They still do. These clothes got holes in them <laughs> and stuff. But the thing is now we we was talking we was talking cash shit about it way back then. But now look at it. Every big clothing company literally has clothes or a shoe that looks exactly like something Kanye has had his hand in. We made fun of him back then, but what you're wearing right now, you're definitely wearing that that crew neck with the holes in the back. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is trending. It is trending. You're definitely wearing them big. Your Air Maxes is huge right now. Because they kind of look like Yeezys a little bit. And I think, honestly, deep down, this whole Donald Trump stuff and everything going on, it's like you really listen to him and pay attention and just try to, like, be as unbiased as possible. It's hard. You know I say? I don't know. Looking at President Cheeto. Right. It's super hard, but if you really like try hard and close your eyes and focus, I think Kanye's doing all this to future-proof himself a couple years from now. Do I think he's running for president? He might, but I think he might do it just as a, a ploy for like an album, which is smart at the end of the day, too. What other rapper has done that? Nobody. <laughs> Who would be the first one to do it? Kanye. <laughs> but I just, I don't know where he's going with it, but I honestly believe that all this stuff is, him. he's playing chess right now. He's like three moves ahead of us. I don't know what all this ties into that's coming in the future, but I think we'll, we'll, we'll remember this and be like, okay, now I get why he was doing all that. I don't know. I disagree. I think that all of this is his way to get fully back into the limelight. Think how many years we went without so much as uh, sighting of Kanye. Um, now we see him and, and he's doing something every moment. The fact that he is a genius is what makes all of this so um, very surprising and alarming because we know he's a genius. And even though he is doing such, you know, some type of ploy, he's doing something um, that may potentially end up being like what you were saying. Right now, we're not we're not with him. We're just not with him. Um, people that are close to him, even T.I. spoke out about it, like, hey, look, this is where I draw the line. This is where, right. you know, a lot of people are that way about him. Now, one thing I can say that I think is very similar to how it was when Donald Trump got into office was that the hatred or the dislike that people got for Donald Trump and the time during his presidential um elections and all of that stuff and even now has really brought people together in a way that people that may not have been together get together and i right. think kanye's doing that same thing everybody's um everything that they disagree with or what kanye is saying is bringing those people together to kind of almost fight against him and what he's saying so it's bringing people together i uh, wish it wasn't in such a negative way against somebody that we all love but, I mean, at the end of the day, it's Kanye. He's the same thing. Regardless of who it would have been, it's Kanye. And we still need to hold him accountable for what he's saying and doing. Just like they wanted to do, they want to do for Donald Trump is hold him accountable. 
I mean, I can see them in the same way as bringing all this um, discontentment and all these things. It's unifying people. And Kanye and all his shenanigans is unifying hip-hop culture and the black community and all these people. Like, now. I feel like that's what's happening. Mm. But I'm definitely... I love Kanye, 2006 Kanye, and I'm trying to get me one of those... um, those hats that they look like a MAGA hat, but it says bring back, um, make Kanye 2006 Kanye again. I want one of those because we need him. We need him. (laughs) But um, that's what I think. Um, I don't agree with what he's doing right now at all. And I I have always loved Kanye, but get yourself together, Kanye. Man, I'm not can I'm still not canceling Kanye, man. I was just telling my parents I might pull up with a MAGA hat at their house. Oh my god. My mom was like, yo, you come in here with that want you. Right. That'd be your last <laughs> last hat, last right. walk. Yeah. Exactly. Last Thanksgiving dinner with the family. Man, getting getting cut, man. But like I said, I'm, again, like I don't agree with who he's aligning himself with, but do I understand um the bigger picture and like if he if what he's saying how he feels and the reason why he does things is what he really means and I understand it. Um is it terrible that it's with Donald Trump? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Uh, um, I think a lot of people also bothered by the fact that he was saying that he was bipolar. Come to find out, it wasn't bipolar. He wasn't suffering from a bipolar disorder. It was sleep deprivation. Mm. And I'm like, oh, here Kanye goes stepping on another toe. Mental health. Like it's like, come on, Kanye. We need you. We need you back. And you can't get back. We need people in your place um, that are around you that can do things to get you back to where you need to be, like get back to your roots. Cause they even say now Kim Kardashian and her family is strained by his um all his shenanigans. Like their whole life is kinda messed up because of what's going on. Right. <sighs> Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. Kanye, Kanye. Kanye, Kanye. <laughs> I still love you, bro. I'm not giving up, man. Yay is still one of the conceptually one of the greatest albums I've heard. A long time. Production, nuts. I don't care what nobody say. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go off a tangent real fast, man. It's not on the notes, but we just need to talk about this, okay? To our white listeners, don't be offended when I say this. Because, you know, this is for everybody. Melanie Millennials, it's not just for black people, but you're hearing how we feel about everything's from a black person's eye, a black person's mind. And uh, if you down with the culture and down with black people and want to see them make it and not get abused, then you're probably tired of this too. I'm tired of white people, white people. In. Okay? When I see white people, white people, in, I do not mean, hey, going to Starbucks to get some. You know what I mean when I say white people, white people? In? Uh, unjustly calling the police on black people when uh, it's not that serious. Or just doing it, or just weaponizing the police. The weapons, the police are already weapons, unfortunately, the dirty ones. There's good cops out there, and I respect that. But uh, a lot of these white people out here weaponizing the police by calling them for the littlest things, just hoping that the police come and arrest these black people and or maybe possibly murder these people in, in the transit. Uh, thank God none of this has happened while white people are white people. But uh, we're going to talk about Corner Store Catherine. Corner Store Catherine, man. Making long story short, a nine-year-old boy walked past her in a store. His book bag brushed her butt. This white lady proceeds to spaz out, saying, oh, he touched my butt, he sexually assaulted me, yada, yada, yada. 
the mother got in this woman's face and clearly had a verbal altercation with her. Didn't put her hands on her. Just yelled at her, let her know what it is, and he left. You know what Cornstar Catherine did afterwards? After they left, after they left already, called the police on this little nine-year-old boy, saying that he he groped her and sexually assaulted her. Mm-hmm. Cornstar Catherine, what's wrong with you? That nine-year-old boy, that nine, he don't know what to do with your butt. First of all, Cornstar Catherine doesn't even have a butt for the first for the <laughs> first part. So for his book bag to hit your non-existent butt, it's fraud. Uh, I yeah, I just don't agree. I just don't believe that from from the get, man. He must have all the books in the world in his book bag for the, the like your butt's concave. I seen the pictures. I saw the video. Another thing is they finally released video from the uh, the store surveillance cameras, and yeah, it was just his book bag that brushed her, and she was in the way because she was in there cake baking with somebody that worked at the store, and then putting her butt on people's faces and stuff like what? <laughs> what? First of all, she looks like a man, first and foremost. Okay, and now she's trying to. I guess she's trying to make some money off of this or something, because uh, she returned to the corner store where it happened to have a uh, a interview with the local news there. Get corner store Catherine out of here, man. Right. I I keep saying it every time something like this happens that I feel like man, whether you're black, white, Asian, male, female, if you call the police for a non-emergency reason and they go out there and they find out that you embellish the story just to Get them to come do something. You need to be fine. And you need to pay. You need to pay them. Yeah, like, like there needs to be some type of pay. Yeah, like that little boy definitely needs to sue you, mm-hmm. like for sure. Like her, I, if that was my son, I'll sue you for emotional distress. And now he he might grow up thinking, you know, he can't walk next to women because he think he is. He's gonna be sexually assaulting them, or you know, you gonna grow up just scared of women in general. You probably get sued. I'm I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I haven't read up on the story recently, but I'm pretty sure there's some type of litigation going on with that family because you probably don't got nothing anyway. But whatever you do have, I'm coming for that. <laughs> Facts. Get out of the corner store, Catherine. I just don't get it, man. Yeah. I just don't get it. It's Speaking just... of white people, white people, what do you think about the world championship? Tag competition. They have competition tag. Like they got real obstacles like tables, ladders, and chairs. Like, and they just dodging it in a ring. I thought it was dope. I think it's dope, man. I seen like a little clip of it on. Uh, <laughs> well, I saw. I think I seen it on Facebook. Like, I mean, yeah. it's really just like parkour, I guess. <laughs> like, That's crazy. It's dope, though, man. But people watching. People you know, are watching. Yeah, I mean, you know how and athletic sponsors. they are. Yeah, people got sponsors. Everything. That is crazy. Bro, it's fire. Low-key. If I could move that fast. I mean, they're, they're really just ninjas, if you really think about it. <laughs> yes. Honestly. The way and after moving, they win, what happens? They end up, like, getting the Secret Service or something. Probably. Exactly. They go on assassination <laughs> missions. <laughs> Cannot be detected if you are currently well disowned or without <laughs> any information we know about you. You're not even a U.S. citizen. Right. Day. Get caught. But I'm down for it, man. Let them come to South Carolina. I can never win. You never win? No. Why? Uh, I'm just not that coordinated. The way they be talking about black people running from everything, people, you put a cop in there. Black people oh. be running. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, we're ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> or a dog. Right. <laughs> put a dog in there. a dog you don't know? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> He bite. <laughs> yeah. You gone, man. That's it. You jumping that fence, man. 
They, they don't even say start. He just asks the question, does he bite? Answers yes. That's when the right. time starts. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> so, like, we should have a professional. They should make all of the games you used to play as kids professional, like, uh, like a league of red light, green light. Yeah, hide and go seek. Man. Oh, my God. That'd be fire. Red Rover, Red Rover. Right. That'd be fire. Freeze you know, tag. You know, a lot of these games, if you really think about them, kind of have some type of uh, basis in helping you out in real life. <laughs> like tag, it teaches you how to run away from people, you know, especially somebody that's also, you know, trying to attack you, get away. You know, uh, Red Rover, Red Rover, you know, that shows you, like, if somebody's trying to hold you captive, you know, you can bust through that shit, you know what I mean? That's deep. You didn't even think about that, yeah. <laughs> that's real yeah. deep. Yeah, 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 now you know. You can get out of anything. If you move quick enough, you can escape all your attackers at any time. That's right. Any obstacles you feel there, you can easily evade them. That's, that just got real deep. That was good. That was like a real good positive affirmation. Right. And uh, speaking of positive affirmations, we're, uh, we're pretty good time. We're about 40 minutes in. Oh, yeah. Um, Something new we're trying to do, man, because I don't hear it on a lot of podcasts, so we're going to be the first ones to do it. Going back to mental health, man, we're going to end every episode with positive affirmations. Uh, What's positive going on in your life, KQ? Um, I really am focusing on just eating healthy and eating right. And not only that, just whatever you ingest. And I um, I talk to my kids about that, too. I'm a teacher. And I talk to them about just attracting and consuming only positive things. And, and eliminate all the negative stuff. That goes for food. That goes for people. That goes for your own thoughts. Get rid of all those things that are weighing you down. And just kind of think positively and be positive. Only attract what's good. That's right. Feeling that. I need that. And uh, say Parker's positive affirmation for the week is to remain resilient. Okay, guys. So much happens during the week. It just beats us down. Life. Mm-hmm. It's mon- like going into Monday. You're just like, ugh. I already got something negative in your head. Like, man, start the week. I'm just ready for all this BS to happen. Mm-hmm. Come Friday, Saturday, man, work and school and whatever you're into, probably gonna beat you down. You're just ready for the weekend just to unwind and relax. But just remember this, guys. Try to look at it like this. Every day something happens, it's, it's like training. That's how I like to look at it. It's training. It's training mm-hmm. you for something next in your life, whether it's for that promotion you're trying to get, whether you're trying to build a better relationship with your girlfriend or boyfriend, whoever your significant other is. Um, whether you're looking for love out there, I feel like a lot of the lumps that we take and the good things that we take, um, if you look at them the proper way and look at them, uh, look at the glass half full and not half empty, you will realize that there was a lesson to be learned and you're a better person from it for it happening to you. Mm-hmm. So remember this, guys. Whatever's going on during the week, man, just look at it that way. Anything negative happening to you, guess what? A negative thing happened to you so you can level up. So when the next time it happens, yeah. if it does happen, it ain't going to bother you. Shout out to Sierra. Go listen to Level Up if you feel bad, too. You can't you can't feel bad. You can't feel bad. Shout out to Sierra and Russell Wilson. Right. Y'all cool or whatever. You, I was about to say Russell Wilson, the GOAT. That's why I had a long pause. But I was like, nah, I really don't. <laughs> really don't wait, wait, wait. Now yeah. you're getting too hasty yeah. there. Woo! <laughs> you died the bullet right there. Look at that. I'm telling you, man. I'm talking too positive. But uh, go ahead and drop that social... Media them handles so these people know where they can find you. All right, I'm Wonderlust Remedy W A N D E R L U S T R E M E D Y, and that's on IG. 
Um, be on the lookout because I'm under some new branding. So I'll be dropping my new um, IG and Twitter handles later on. And I can't wait to start sharing some of my new projects with y'all too. Because I'm out here trying to live my life. Live my best life. Support me. Ain't going back for June. <laughs> I don't want to say that word. People. <laughs> <laughs> and it's your boy. Zay Parker. You can find me on Instagram at Zay Parker. X-A-Y-P-A-R-K-E-R. Again, you can find me on Xbox at Zay Season. X-A-Y-S-Z-N. Same thing for Twitter. Hit us up in the DMs. Let us know if you uh, followed us just because you heard the podcast. And if you've got any questions or concerns, anything you want us to talk about in the pod, again, leave a comment. Let us know. We appreciate y'all. Until next time. Peace. Peace.